Welcome back to Fantasy Island. I'm Bombo. We're going to be going over week six storylines involving some ballers, bums, and overachievers, and how it's going to impact your season and your team season going forward. As always, like, follow, subscribe, and comment to all things Fantasy Island podcast. That's Fantasy Island with two eyes. So let's jump right into it. Week six ballers. We have Raheem Mostert going off for 115 yards. Two touchdowns, also three catches for 17 yards and one touchdown. The question is, can this sustain? Mostert is an RB1 right now. Of course, he was not getting drafted as such. He's just a diamond in the rough. Great buried treasure. Anybody who's been riding Mostert, ride it till the wheels fall off. In my opinion, this can't sustain because eventually uh, Devin Archen's going to be coming back and Jeff Wilson's going to be coming back. And eventually this Dolphins team may have to come back to earth. Who knows? But there's a lot of film out there. Defenses are going to do what they can. Mostert is definitely a starting running back, but I don't know if he finishes top five, but right until the wheels fall off. Another baller, Mr. Cooper Cup. He went off for eight for 118 and one touchdown on 12 targets. Huge number. He is 100% back. And all the running back injuries that just went down in the Rams backfield make Cup must start skyrocket potentially wide receiver one for the rest of the year and he came off of ir so if you got cooper cup fire him up it was worth the wait don't deal him that's the guy another week six baller and i'm glad to put this man on here this was the first cooper cup if you guys remember adam thielen he went off for 115 yards one touchdown on 13 targets this guy is a one-man show, and now he's in the every-week starter category. In fact, the only Panthers players that you should be rostering for your fantasy squad, him and Chuba Hubbard, period. That's a really stagnant defense. They're all learning, very young. Thielen is the crafty veteran. He has worked his way into straight-up wide receiver one territory. Roll him out there until proven otherwise. If you don't believe in the success, I would say try to package him up. But don't ask for anything less than a top 14 wide receiver for Adam Thielen. And now for our bums from week six and how this impacts your team. We're going to start off with Mr. Austin Eckler. He goes off on Monday night for 60 total yards, four catches. It's not what Austin Eckler owners were expecting. He was coming off the board as running back one in a lot of drafts this past summer. Don't worry. In my opinion, he's going to be just fine. He may not have returned RB1 value this past week, but with Mike Williams being injured and Justin Herbert being the gunslinger that he is, I expect Austin Eckler to more than make up for the dud that he did this last Monday. He's still RB1 going forward. He's still a great piece to have on your team. And what he does not get in carries, of course, he will be getting in catches as Herbert loves to spread the ball around and check down to Eckler. Have no worries about Austin Eckler. Don't try to trade him. Don't, unless somebody's giving you a monster offer, he'll be fine. Another bum from week six, Damian Pierce. 34 yards on 13 carries. Also was out-carried by Devin Singletary. But you should probably look at this as more as Singletary just got the run for that game. This isn't Pierce taking a demotion. He still has great usage every week. It's eventually going to pop off for him. The best thing that's going on right now for Damian Pierce is that the Houston Texans aren't bad. C.J. Stroud's throwing that thing all around. Receivers are catching it. Got Nico Collins, Tank Dell, eventually going to get Michi back. I like where this Houston team is going. 
like to see some more Houston games on TV, like not just watching the Cowboys every week. But uh, keep an eye on this Houston team. Damian Pierce is going to get out of this funk. No way in, did he lose his job to Devin Singletary. Stick with Damian Pierce. Better roads are ahead. And our last bum from the Las Vegas Raiders, Devontae Adams, coming off of a two-catch for 29-yard day on five targets. That is atrocious, sacrilegious for a guy like Devontae Adams. He did have Jimmy Garoppolo go down in that game. Brian Hoyer came in. Brian Hoyer probably doesn't have that same connection as with Devontae Adams. No excuse. Devontae Adams is out there. Devontae Adams is probably open. Throw it to him. Raiders are a mess right now on offense, but Devontae Adams is the best player on that team. He is the best player on the offense for sure, and he'll eventually get better uses once other players start to ball. So as a Vegas fan and as a Devontae Adams manager, what you want to hope for is that Josh Jacobs and the run games get going, that Michael Mayer gets more involved, and that Jacoby Myers stays more involved. The more and more that you can't double and triple Devontae Adams, the more it's going to open up for him. They just have a lot of question marks at quarterback, but Devontae Adams is what we like to call on the island. QB proof. Just throw it to him. Now we're going to go over some week six overachievers. Week six, we saw Garrett Wilson. Yeah, that's right. Garrett Wilson. He still plays football. He still plays for the Jets. And he's got Zach Wilson throwing to him. But no need to stress. He went for eight catches for 90 yards and a win. He actually had more catches and potential for a score in that game, but it was brought back due to penalties. But that's a massive target share. If it's not Brees Hall, it's Garrett Wilson. He gets littered with targets. Zach Wilson's only looking to Garrett Wilson. Eventually, the touchdowns will come. This cannot sustain. This cannot be like an old Julio Jones type thing where all he's doing is catching passes and none of them are in the end zone. Eventually, they're going to get to it. Even with this type of usage that we're getting with no touchdowns, He's still a firm wide receiver too. Be it a low-end wide receiver too, he is still a, light, a wide receiver too. Any upgrade with the QB play coming out of the bye, whether they make an emphasis to run more plays for him in the end zone or free him up so that there's just more scoring opportunities, it's going to get him back into that area where not exactly where you drafted him from, but not that far off. I know it's a big drop-off from Aaron Rodgers to Zach Wilson, but once we get some touchdowns sprinkled in on what a typical Garrett Wilson day is, you'll start to be happy that you have him on your roster. Another overachiever from week six is Ramondre Stevenson from the Patriots. 70 total yards, one touchdown, five catches. Ramondre has two top 20 finishes, but he's also put up three duds this year. Pat's offense needs a change. Plus, Zeke is getting more run uh, in relief of Ramondre, sometimes both of them on the field at the same time, week over week. I'm... I'm not sold on Ramondre if you are a savvy owner and he just went off for you right this past week. Might be best to try to deal him out there, see what you can get, maybe package him up with somebody and gonna give him to a team that really needs some running back help. I just don't think he's going to be putting up a top 20 performance every week. The Patriots are atrocious. They're not doing what they can to feed this man. And really, even if they did, just stack the box, make Mac Jones beat you. The only thing that could possibly help him is a full overhaul of this offense. A name to keep in mind, Mr. Malik Cunningham. If they go with Malik Cunningham at QB for the Pats, it changes the whole dynamic of the offense, and we are possibly looking at a resurgence. But until that happens, Ramondre Stevenson is somebody you should be actively trying to shop or just staying away from. And our last overachiever from Week 6, 
Dak Prescott from them boys. He had 272 in the air with one touchdown and 40 yards on the ground with another touchdown. Week seven is the Cowboys bye week. And I think during the bye week, we're going to see Dak and that offense really take a look at themselves and realize how much they're underachieving. And if Dak is the gamer and if Dak is the future of that franchise, he's going to look at it and he's going to get himself back into fantasy starter territory. The buy will be used to get Cooks and Lamb way more involved. To me, they need to be targeted way more. Dak needs to get his confidence back. I don't know what it is, but everyone's looking at the Cowboys with these high expectations and rightfully so. They do have the weapons on offense. Dak's supposed to be that guy. If Dak buys into being that guy and just stacks up just a little bit and starts putting on a performance like we just saw this past Monday night against the Chargers, I expect Dak to be back in fantasy owner's good graces and finish the year as a top 12 quarterback. Those are our week six fantasy ballers, bums, and overachievers and some interesting storylines that are going to carry you for the rest of your season. Do with this info as you will. Remember, we want to make sure that you are the champion of your league at the end of the year. And in order to do that, you got to like, follow, and subscribe to the content that Fantasy Island is putting out. So on behalf of Sweet Tea, Mr. R.W. King, I'm Bombo, and we are out. <laughs>